The Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message. Watch this next sentence because you're going to see a little attitude in it probably for the first time. He said, and count the stars if, little sarcasm, if you are able to number them. Now, I'm told with the naked eye, we could see about four to 5,000 stars on a crystal clear night with no fog, etc. So I'm sure, again, God's in boss mode, pulled him out by the ear. Abraham was being obedient because that's all Abraham knows up to this point is how to be obedient. God told him to leave Ur to Chaldees, he left. And, and all he does is, is go where the Lord has, has led him. And, and, and he starts counting. I don't know, though, how many times Abraham started counting, but then lost count and had to start again. And, and it's one, two, three, and then, oh, my, the stars get blurry. And did I count that star already? I don't know how many times that happened all night. But what I do know is Abraham couldn't do it. And by the way, that was the big point. You see, with God, the sky is the limit. And you can't put into a box what God will do. Count the stars if you're able. Again, get a little sarcasm. Catch it. If you're able to number them. He's like, he was saying basically, listen, Abram, you can't even count the stars. But I call each star by name. There's Altair, Antares, Canopus, Capella, Castor, Deneb, Formohot, Polaris, Pollux, Procyon, Regulus, Rigel, Sirius, Speaker, Vega, and thousands more. He was saying, Abraham, if you can't even do something as simple as count the stars and you want to tell the mastermind of the universe I not only know the name of each star I know the name of each galaxy beyond your stars I I know where they are on the grid of the sky I know their mass. I know the, 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 the length of, of life. I know how long they've been there, how long they will be. I know every detail. So if you can't count the stars, how are you going to tell me what is too late for me to do in your life? He said, count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said, watch this, he said, I'm going to use this 
to explain that. I'm going to use something beyond what was in your, your, the, the small tents you were in, the small box. Use that to explain this. So shall your descendants be. Just like the sky had too many stars for you to count. You will have seed more than you could ever imagine. Just because, Abraham, it didn't happen on your schedule, according to your plan, does not mean that I am not on time. It does not mean that I don't know what I'm doing. Do you think the God that created this entire universe is all somehow stumped by your situation? God who knows the end from the beginning is overwhelmed by your particular age, the lateness of a particular hour with a particular issue. Do you think God heard your prayer, fell off the throne, said, that's too much for me. What am I going to do? And after God got, see, watch this. He got an attitude with God. God got an attitude with him. Here's the deal. Certain things you got here in a certain way. I I, I know that, you know, y'all probably think I'm somewhat spiritual. Hopefully. (laughs) But I still know about this about myself and I know this about people. Everyone doesn't respond to nice. You say, I'm not sure what to say with it. Okay. Jesus had been preaching about his father's house. Finally, he went in there and started turning over. It's like, y'all won't listen to nice? He made a whip and started driving out. And here's the thing. I don't always respond to nice. So God got to speak to me in a language I understand. God loves us like that. He says, so shall your descendants be. But when he, he caught the picture, it says in verse 6, and he believed in the Lord. After hearing God for, we're in the 15th, three chapters, he finally caught it in his heart. So I don't know if God has to sing it. I don't know if God has to shout it. I don't know if he has to teach it. I don't know if he has to preach it. I don't know if he needs to prophesy. God has so many different means to get his point across. But finally, it sunk in. Because the Hebrew word that's translated believe there communicates the idea of resting your full weight upon. So, because I believe this stage can hold me, even the edge of the stage, I'm willing to rest my weight. When you really believe God... You are willing to to, to put the full weight of your life upon the promise. How many of you remember the hokey pokey dance? The hokey pokey, yeah. You put your right foot in, take your right foot out, 
put your right foot in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. All right, there you go. Give yourself a hand. If you're uncertain about something, you don't put your full weight on. You put your right foot in, you put your right foot in. Yeah, yeah. So up to this time, and I'm going to, when we get right to the end, you're going to understand this. Abraham believed God enough to obey him, but not enough until this point to put his full weight. And when you first start walking with God, there is a little bit of hokey pokey because you're not sure yet. And that's why you got to be patient with your children because you, you may have 30 years of experience. They only got one. <laughs> it depends on the child. It's normal to go through a process. And what I'm trying to point out to you is Abraham in chapter 12 didn't have the same strength he had in chapter 15. And by the way, even after chapter 15, he came up with a great idea that he would sleep with his wife's servant, which means we're always going to be in process. But don't, see, I heard something, I just heard, don't you use that as an excuse. I heard somebody in this room, I heard you. Mark 4 and 26. This was true for Abraham, but, but let's, let's take a look what Jesus taught us. And he said, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is a huge concept. But brilliance or a good teacher has the ability to take the complicated and make it simple. The kingdom of man, I'm sorry, the kingdom of God, forgive me, is as if a man or a farmer should scatter seed on the ground. Now, if you're reading through chapter uh, 4, you'll see that Jesus has already said that the seed represents God's word. And then when you get to the end of the parable before, you, you also find out that the ground represents our hearts. So he said, the kingdom of God is as if a farmer should scatter seed on the ground. Now, a farmer is just a person that works alongside seeds. But it's really the seed that does all the work. The farmer's only responsibility is to enrich the soil, get in the word, you know, fertilize, rotate the crops, fight, rotate the crops. I, you know, just in the first service, I got stuck here and I, I'm... I'm Coming here too. This is why you can't go to a church that only preaches three verses. If you're going to grow in every area, you need the word in every area. The message needs to rotate to different things. A good farmer fights fights pests. 
You got to deal with the rabbits. You got to deal with with the animals. You know, you put a scarecrow up to to keep the crows away. You you, got to keep the pests away because you're in this fallen world and stuff's going to come to try to steal the seed, the word of God you placed in your heart. And you got to be diligent and you got to do your part of the work. You also got to let the ground rest. Every seven years, God told the Israelites to rest. Every seven days, you need to turn off that doggone phone. You need to find some rest and just relax in the presence of God. So, so, so you have half your brain to listen to him the next day. Also, a good farmer pulls weeds. You got to get down in the dirt. And the cares of this world, the cares of this life that comes to, 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 to sap up your energy and strength. You, you got to pull that out. You got to remove the rocks and, and, and the boundaries and, and just the, the hardness, the things that block. You see, God is responsible for the growth. But we are responsible for managing the soil or the conditions of our hearts. You see, my repentance will not get me saved. I could say I'm rotten, I'm rotten, I'm rotten. It's not until uh, I'm rotten, but Lord, I receive your salvation. So low self-esteem will not get you into heaven. I'm responsible for my heart. So I get in this word, God, help me to help me get the unforgiveness out, to help me get the bitterness out, help me get some of the stupid out so that God's word can do its work. Not that I merit God's word doing the work. No, it's just get out of the way so the word can do it. You understand what, what I'm saying? It's not if I'm good enough, God can or God will. It's listen, Lord, I, I don't want any hindrance in me so you can freely do what only you can, can do. Were you able to follow me on that? Okay. He said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. Listen, you don't need an advanced degree to understand how God's kingdom works. If you can understand agriculture, you can understand basically everything you need to understand about God. If you just understand the seed. And in verse 27, Jesus goes on. Again, he's likened the whole kingdom to the seed. And by the way, the Bible says that creation expresses uh, the, 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 not only the counsel of God, but, but it expresses the infinite nature and, 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 and the, the, the ways of, of God. God expresses himself by things that are innate. That's why Jesus went to nature to describe things of the kingdom because his invisible qualities, this is what I'm trying to say, his invisible qualities and attributes, Romans says, are, are shown through which what is created. So he says, my kingdom is, is like something I gave you guys down there. And if you get that, you'll get my kingdom. And if you plant the seed and, and you should sleep by night and rise by day. See, all God wants us to do is get his word planted in our hearts and for us to go about living. And let the power of the seed, the power of God's word, do its own work in its own time because faith in God includes faith in his timing. Let me use an example. 
In the first service, I said it was fourth grade, but it could have been fifth. I just remember I was living uh, in Long Island, New York at this time. And, and I think it was Mr. Griffith, but I had him for two years. I didn't repeat it, but I had him for two years. Uh, <laughs> but I'm guessing it was fourth grade. But what, what, what he did, one of the school projects was, uh, you know, we were to, you know, watch seeds grow. And I don't remember what we were learning in the book. But um, what we did is the whole class got the clear cups and we taped our names onto the cup. And one said Derek. And uh, I put my seed in, the whole class put the seed in. And, and for I don't know how long it was, it might have been a week or so, we were watering these seeds. And um, everyone else, you know, was lining up to go out for recess, um, but I hung around. And uh, this is why I needed salvation, by the way. Uh, because I'm like, how do I know that my seat is working? So I went in there, put my finger in there secretly to dig the seat up. And I did see a little, you know, little, little roots and all the rest. I put it back in. But in a week or so, when everyone else had their plant germinating, I just had dirt. I didn't tell the teacher. But I was like, what's wrong with the seed? What? This ain't fair. But see, the problem is we don't trust the process. Y'all got, I can feel that. Y'all got that. I don't know if the 830 got it this early, but you got that. And we're constantly, you know, pulling up our seed because we, we don't see the results. And it's, maybe if I go over here, it'll be different. Maybe if I go over here, it'll be different. You need to submit the process. Give it time, the seed will work. It worked for everyone else's seed but mine because I kept moving it. And I'm going to look this way as I say this. And sometimes we go from relationship to relationship, wondering why it ain't working. Because we keep pulling a doggone thing up. We don't get no roots, so we don't get no real fruit. First sign of problem, we're out of there. Y'all, yeah, now y'all rethinking that clap. <laughs> like, I was clapping until he said all that. <laughs> I'm almost there. I won't talk to you much longer. He said, you sleep by night and rise by day. Just go about your business. You get saved, you get in this word, you just keep coming to church. You just keep hearing the word. You, you go to Wednesday night, you, you get a, a Bible study habit. Y'all had all these other habits before you came to Christ. Why don't you get a Bible reading habit? Get a Bible reading habit and, and get the word in your heart and give God something to work with to get in your soul. And the seed, the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. You see, it's just recently, thousands of years after Jesus spoke this parable that we know anything about DNA. Back then they had no idea how the seed did what the seed did. And if God gives us another hundred years, man, we'll, we'll know stuff and be like, DNA, I mean, that's so primitive. I mean, you, you guys knew, 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 knew nothing. 
we will never understand all the details about how God does things. But we got to learn to trust the process. Just do your part and let the results take care of themselves. This is the only thing I've really done my whole adult life since meeting Jesus. Is the only people ask me something like, what's the secret of your ministry? This is all I've done my entire career. It's just do my part and let the results take care of itself. If I quit on the process, I quit on the results. And there will be a season nobody will see anything is all about the root. And then there'll be another season, you'll, you'll see a little something, but, but it's just a fragile sprout. It don't look like a whole lot. And then there'll be another season where you see the, the head of the corn, but it's still not, you know, the head of the wheat, but it's still not wheat that you can fully eat. But then finally will come that season where you get the full head, but I got ahead of myself. Let, let's take a look. For the earth yields crops by, by its what self, if we would just stay plugged in. Jesus said it this way, if you abide in my word, and my word abides in you, you will ask what you will, because you're going to want what I want if we stay that close together. You hear what I'm saying? I've been married to this woman for some time. It's so good, I stopped counting. That's what it is. See, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had a friend, I had a friend, he said, somebody asked him how long he was married, he said, uh, 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 10 years, I think it was like 59 days and three hours. Person looked like, sound like you're doing time. <laughs> so I'm not doing time, honey, I, I just, you know. For the earth yields crops by itself. You see, the growth doesn't come from the farmer, but from the seed. First, first, the blade. This is how faith works. It first takes root, but what you see is small, what you see is fragile, and it doesn't look like much. Somebody say we live on levels, but arrive on stages or in stages. We must not, and this is part of the import of what I'm trying to say to you today. We must not only have patience in God, we must also have patience in ourselves. Yeah. You couldn't expect chapter 15 results with Abraham in chapter 12. And some of you are beating yourself up because you're not like somebody else and da 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 you cannot have chapter 15 results if you're only in 12 you got to go through your process and your journey gonna be a little bit different than the next person's journey I said this in the first service it bears repeating but I'm almost there you know years ago when my kids were still in high school some folks felt that I should require of my kids certain things that they should only require of me. My kids weren't even sure who they were yet, much less who God was. They, they had a sense of God, and, and yes, they came to the, 
the, the altars, they were baptized, and they, they believed, but it wasn't full grown in their soul. And you can't put that type of pressure on a baby. So I let my kids be kids. I was the bishop of the church. So expect bishop stuff from bishop. But when I was a child, I spoke like a child. Children stuff from children. So I can tell y'all not so sure what to think about what I'm saying. The reason I think my boys love the Lord are in church. Because I let them move at their rate. And yes, when they went to college, I think they lost their minds. But it was their journey, their story. My God had to become their God. You know, when you're a kid, you got to do what your parents say. And if they go to church, you go to church. That's the way it ought to be, okay? Okay. But at some point, it got to become your God. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. In the first service.